Wednesday, August 18th, day four, part C. Here are my end of day questions for reflections and other commentary. Number one, I've been thinking about how touch starved I've been during COVID, like many of us have been. And I really do wish I had been more mindful of the touch between me and Henry Knox, especially, but also 22-year-old Maverick on Sunday. They had nice bodies. They were expressing interest in me. I was gently touching the tattoos on the upper thighs of Henry Knox. I wish I appreciated that touch more. Why didn't I? I was drinking and less mindful, really out of practice with flirting, especially like that with a guy I just randomly met. It was also surprising and not usual at this point in life. So I was unprepared mentally and socially. So I guess I have to train myself mentally and emotionally and socially to look for opportunities to be open and flirt. Number two, and this question feels like really what is showing up as one of the main struggles for me this week. How can I feel powerful in my sexual energy and not view it as dangerous to me or irresponsible? Fuck if I know right now, but I'm trying. Number three. How much is my Catholic upbringing still relevant? Not much, but I actually had a fleeting thought that made me think about this this morning. So this morning when Henry thought he might have COVID, it actually crossed my mind. Yeah, well, that's what you get for being out and about like that, which I don't believe. And I don't blame or shame myself like that. But it's interesting and disturbing that it's still programmed in my brain enough, my moralistic training that it could even fleetingly cross my mind. And that is the lifelong power of dogmatism and controlling religions to undermine our self-worth and well-being in the intimacy realm. Number four, outside of overt sexual talk, what does flirting over text even really look like? I sent a photo of me two hours ago when I was sitting on the beach at the music movie thing, and I sent it to Henry and said, Wish you were here in PB for this cool thing. I did it as an attempt to be overt in my interest in flirting. He wrote back that he loved my hat. Okay, that's good, right? (laughs) God, this is really just not one of my strengths. And you know, on the COVID theme, I've been talking about that a lot this week, obviously, because it's so impactful to where I am right now. There are some silver linings of pandemic times. I mean, for many people, this was you know, leaving their shitty jobs or being able to work from home or having more quality time with their families. Now, since I love my job and the travel it affords me, I already worked from home and coffee shops and I live alone. I really didn't experience any of those. Actually, it was quite crushing the opposite of that. However, I did have three silver linings of my own. And you have heard about some of these so far. The first one is that ukulele I bought and I took to it so well and I just still love learning new songs. Number two, The Zoom Cove hit class with my sister and friends, and it kept me fit, and it kept me connected with a community and laughing and dancing. And number three, I didn't have to go to any more parties where a man would explain to me all the things he knew about female sexuality and how he's really the expert. A few years ago, I was at a barbecue in a friend's backyard, kicking back some mini bottles of Fireball whiskey, because that's how this classy girl rolls. A mid-50s-looking white guy comes up to me and says, I heard you just published a book on sex. 
which I had, and it felt amazing because it had taken six years of writing and research and editing, finding a publisher, working with all departments of the publisher, more editing, marketing, etc. And I was really proud of the positive impact it was having on women's sexual and emotional lives and the positive feedback I had received from women around the country, men too. It was really empowering women. Yes, I replied. It was just published a month ago. Yeah, we have a lot in common, he said. I just published a book on sex. Oh, yeah? I asked. Because to be frank, there was nothing about this man that screamed or even whispered, therapist, researcher, PhD. But I thought I would be nice. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. What's it about? It's about how to have threesomes. Slow eyebrow raise. Pull mini bottle of fireball whiskey out from my cleavage. Unscrew the top and take a swig. A publisher picked this up, I asked. No, I published it myself, he said, with pride in his voice. And if you're listening to this and bristling because you self-published a book, I will say there are some very high-quality, fantastic self-published books out there. But I guarantee that this guy did not write one of them. He had a stack of his books on a table at the barbecue to sell, and he spent the next five minutes telling me what he knew about how women think and operate, because those five minutes is all that I allowed him. I became so annoyed and pissed, and he was so wrong with his massive generalizations. And when I challenged him and pointed out his errors, he told me that I'm the problem because educated people like me don't want to hear from regular people like him. So he called me an elitist. I mean, if he knew the word, he would have called me an elitist. (laughs) All right, to be clear, he never asked one fucking question about my book or extensive professional knowledge in the field or even my personal experience as a woman. Am I being snotty right now? Fuck yes. I've earned it. Night-night. <laughs> <laughs>